And welcome back to 90s Noise. This is Ashley, born 1988. I'm April, born 1991. And we have, we a, have a special, special guest. guest. <laughs> so we've got Shalina with Everything 90s Podcast. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, everyone. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm excited to be here. I'm a, a 90s baby as well, so... Awesome. Um, when I heard about your podcast and when you all invited me on, I got excited. I've been watching yours and everything, and I love how you do the had been doing the '90s versus '2000s and everything. Mm -hmm. I was yes. Like, oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely a '90s baby at heart. So definitely have to have <laughs> have her on. So, <laughs> do you want to just tell us a little bit uh, how how did you get started in podcasting? Sure. Great question. Um, so I started Everything 90s podcast in 2020 at the end, but I've been podcasting since 2018. Yeah, 2018. I had a side business, a baking business called The Sweet Tooth Vegan, and I had a podcast that Ooh. went with it. Um, if you go back and listen to those, the audio is not the greatest, but that was like my first start in podcasting. And what's ironic is i I'm an introvert and I, me having a podcast, if someone were to say that, Shalina, you know, in a couple of years, you're going to be a podcaster, I'd be like, you're joking. <laughs> like, I, I, I never <laughs> saw myself to be a podcaster, but since then, I've been enjoying it. I, I think the thing I enjoy about it the most is just meeting other podcasters and building friendships through that and connecting with people. So, Yeah. That's me. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I love it. And so this this episode, we are taking it to a 1992 movie called Fern Gully. Now, had you seen this one before? It looked familiar before watching it for this episode. I, I think my childhood babysitter, one of her kids had the movie because the characters looked like the bat looked familiar to me, mm -hmm. but I, I'm not sure. I possibly watched it as a kid, but no memory of it. So I would say this is my first time watching. Okay, I'm going to have to agree with you on that. I felt the same way because I thought going into it as well, I thought, oh, I would remember this. Maybe it would bring back some memory, but no, I, <laughs> I really had no idea what was going on. It was all new to me. I'm I was very surprised. Yeah, Okay. same here interesting because i i did actually watch this growing up with girl scouts we had gone to done like a midnight at the mall thing and this was because it's a g movie it was one that they could show without having any issues <laughs> and i remember having it on vhs like a a tv recorded oh, version nice. of it oh, and wow. so, oh i remember those yeah yeah, like it was always <laughs> like we always missed like a minute of it because it was commercials and mm -hmm. we didn't want to record the commercials. So it was <laughs> it was interesting to take that little trip back down memory lane for me personally. So did did you like it? Did either of you guys like it? What what were your guys' thoughts since this was kind of both of your first times? Uh, I feel like I'm a bit hard on it. I think it go for it. I didn't like the ending. I didn't like the the way that they resolved the conflict. I felt like it wasn't strong enough. But I 
-hmm. and that's like with my adult eyes I don't know how I would have reacted to it as a kid but I did like you know the the messaging of of like uh, animal animal cruelty animal testing when it came to baddie's character and then the whole um message of like we have to be sustainable if we're gonna use natural resources we got to be sustainable and if we're not then mm-hmm. we're going downhill and we are already at that point and this came out in 92 but exactly <laughs> it's already right yeah too late yeah <laughs> i shouldn't be laughing unfortunately yeah. but it's yeah (laughs) yeah i guess as a kids movie keeping it more simple and light i get it but that's just my only critique is it's just the ending of it all of the movie yeah what about you actually they definitely didn't push the topic far enough like i don't even think as a kid you would have understood the song that batty was singing about the testing and the animal cruelty part that i don't think as a kid that came across at, at all so kind of hearing that as an adult, you're like, wait, whoa, like that's actually really traumatic. And so just you, April, watching it at the mall with your your group of Girl Scouts, like that's a bit that's a bit much for a, like a kid's maybe to put in there. Like I even as an adult, I don't want to hear about that. Like that's that's awful, you know, and you feel so, so bad for them. Um, so that that was kind of like a big shocking moment for me in that movie, for sure, hearing that song. Just so both of you guys know, with the research I was doing on this, they brought it down. Like, mm-hmm. what they had originally had for it was going, it was going to be a lot darker. Like, Tim Curry had to come in and re record most of his stuff because how, what they mm-hmm. had of him was super dark and scary and the first (laughs) round of testing that it went through uh for shows kids were freaking out like they were crying (laughs) and scared and everything which i'm not gonna lie it's still his his character Mm -hmm. the hexa or whatever it's called was still pretty traumatizing as a kid what they left in Mm -hmm. i i personally remember that was one of my least favorite parts of that was how traumatizing that character was and just the animals being so scared of it and running and everything. I'm, I'm a huge animal lover myself. And it, it's, it's still, like I said, it's still kind of rewatching. It was kind of like, okay, we're, we're like you're saying, we're way past that point, but mm-hmm. why didn't we see it before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and I felt like the 90s were doing a lot of this type of topic. They were trying to really push that environmental thing. And, you know, I don't know if they were trying to wake people up. But the sad part is, is that it didn't seem to work because we're still facing those troubles today. So as much as it was great seeing a lot of these movies that were were doing that, for some reason, it just didn't seem to connect. And I think like, especially with this movie, the the message wasn't like hard enough like they didn't really push the issue was the humans they kind of just danced around it and kind of joked about it and then kind of turned it on to tim curry's character that he was really just the one responsible for it not the humans in the end you know so it was just sort of like oh okay well everything will be fine yeah i i found that i was confused i'm like is 
because the fairies were afraid of hexes, not necessarily humans. But in, mm-hmm. the way that the movie depicted both characters or both sides, it was like the same thing. <laughs> like hexes was just yeah. driving on the tree cutter, like just controlling the tree cutter. I, I don't. Yeah. I it's mean, almost like yeah. Hexus was the... or Hexus. Did I say Hector? Hexus, Hex. I don't. <laughs> Hex, I don't know. I, I don't honestly remember. Um, that's because it's only said like three or four times in the entire movie. But it was a very short movie, though. So, it, like it, it kind of started and then it ended. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like Tim Curry's character was kind of maybe trying to portray greed, like human greed, more. Mm. and um just putting giving it a a figure to Mm. and everything because that's that seems to be kind of what the pushing force of all of that is is nine out of ten times is greed and so i think that was maybe their way of trying to i I can't even think of the word like um (laughs) put a substance to something that really doesn't have a substance to it you're right they really didn't truly touch on that being the two separate mm-hmm. things on that yeah have you read the theories about how people were saying avatar stole from this movie like they oh. copied have you did you look what? at those people saying that yeah apparently no. that's like a whole theory that that he james cameron took the idea from fern gully and I guess if you think about it, there are some aspects of it that are very similar. I don't really feel like it's true that he would have pulled from Fern Gully to do that. But I mean, possibly. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see it. But then again, it, like you said, it's like, did he really? Did, did he really? Now, what I did find interesting, I don't know if either of you guys read on this but this was actually robin williams first voice acting Mm -hmm. role and he had signed for fern gully and then was in the process of doing fern gully and then signed for genie for aladdin Mm -hmm. and according to the web we all know that anybody can put anything up on there but according to imdb they were saying that disney was so upset and frustrated that he was signed for another movie that was coming out at the same time that they tried to sabotage fern gully yeah oh, no. like they would um Oh my god. If they were they were work if they had like rented a recording studio, Disney would go in and rent it for twice the amount to kick them out pretty much. April, do you remember when we were talking about with when we were talking about Aladdin and how Disney had sort of created that whole drama with Robin Williams and I don't know if yeah. you know about that, but I guess I Disney like Robin Williams had agreed to do Aladdin for scale pay and then and with that he didn't want his name and his image to be like representing the movie. He didn't want that to be the focus. But I guess they kind of went behind his back and ended up sort of featuring him more in all the trailers and the posters. If you go back and look at him, you'll see he's like kind of the main figure mm. on it and so he decided he, you know that's why he's not in aladdin 2 is because he decided well you guys screw me over this isn't right so i was kind of wondering after reading about fern gully because i didn't realize that he was a part of that and that was before aladdin 
if they try to sabotage him because you know even more because of him still doing fern gulling i mean i don't know I, right. that's just my theory on that wow. <laughs> super interesting yeah and now i'm i'm yeah. wondering like what other movies have disney has disney's sab like what other animation movies have they sabotaged because there's that... a lot of great they wouldn't put it past disney <laughs> yeah yeah there's a lot of great uh, non-disney animated movies that i i remember from my childhood but they're they weren't as popular like if i were to name one i don't know if people would know them so I yeah remember. yeah like that's very true I don't know if either of you have been seeing like on Instagram the whole audio line of name a movie that probably nobody else grew up with but that shocks you. This is mine, Geppetto. And then like people are doing ones <laughs> like Rockadoodle Do. Uh, oh God. Swan uh, was it Swan Princess? I think. Yes, I know that one. I had that one. Mm -hmm. Troll in Central Park. Did either of you guys ever see those? No. Oh, man. <laughs> I had to send those to you guys just because it's, it's an interesting one. And just like different lists and so many and most of them aren't Disney. I wonder if, like you said, watching or watching this and learning some of the backstory, what mm -hmm. else they might have mm -hmm. tried sabotaging. Yeah. <laughs> Research study for us. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I was kind of shocked that it was a musical. Like, I, because I really? don't oh, remember yeah. this mo movie. And I was just like, <laughs> wait, they're singing now? Like, was it necessary <laughs> for the musical part of it? I don't know. I felt like the story would have probably been fine without it. I, because I didn't really feel like any of the songs were super hard hitting besides. Texas hex guy uh you know I think that was we'll the best Tim Curry <laughs> I think that was the best musical number throughout the movie I felt like the rest of them were almost just kind of unnecessary fillers I guess because yeah again the movie wasn't that long so it's like they were just trying to fill gaps into this movie they didn't know what else to say about it and just decided to oh we'll just have them sing songs that really don't correlate with the movie that much yeah, yeah. I, I felt that too, like the the pacing of the movie. And maybe this goes back to what April was saying about how they had to edit it a lot. But I found mm. like a good chunk of the movie was just like, we know what the problem is. We know what, what the threat is. But most of it focused on Zach and Krista's friendship and getting mm. to know her. Like, the, the whole scene of them, like, it's just music and then them just, like, flying around. Falling in love yeah, two like, seconds yeah. later. This is so long. This is so long. <laughs> but, like, a good chunk of it is just, I don't know, I felt like the pacing was a bit off. And, like, the whole mm -hmm. conflict, her, Krista finding out that Zach lied and then her saving him and him saving the force. Like, it just was so fast. Like was, It was. Yeah. He lied. Like oh, they no. rushed through that part and, of it. And I was like, yeah. this is kind of getting good now. Okay. Like yeah. <laughs> the Hexus is starting to come out. He's starting to do dirty work. I wanted to see kind of more of that play out. And yeah. then, yeah, if they were going to create some sort of love story between the two, sort of let that develop a little bit more instead of just like, oh, 
here we go <laughs> two two hours later <laughs> yeah and even the, the way they defeated hexus like it was it was just so fast <laughs> it really but, was yeah it was almost anticlimactic yeah <laughs> zach just turns off the machine and then he stops hexus stops breathing oh my gosh <laughs> like oh okay that's all we have to do to save the forest is turn off turn the keys off <laughs> I mean, I wish, I wish it was life that could simple. be that simple, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be great if it was. <laughs> yeah. So, kind of touch it back on the the music part. So, the baddie rap sequence, which it was <laughs> animated digitally, it was only um, they were using a uh, cell animation during the whole thing, which I'm not exactly sure what that is. I don't know what that is. But Robin Williams, like, on that, doing the patty rap, it was one of those things where, for me, I I really enjoyed that. Like, I know mm. the music was kind of cheesy and everything, but I don't know. Like, Robin Williams was just one of those people that we just don't get that many of. And his, mm. his performance, he had over 14 mm. hours wow. worth of audio for this I mean, movie it seemed like it was the same process with aladdin though like he just was kind of let loose and got to record whatever he wanted and just went off on his tangents and they just kind of pieced together and used what they wanted to which is kind of amazing that someone can improvise that mm -hmm. much into a story and create this whole character that you just fall in love with because i i did i did really enjoy batty you know i i think that he fit that role perfectly yeah, I agree. He uh, he was a gem for sure. Absolutely. It's gone too soon. And I, I feel like he's good in any kids movies. Like I adored him in Jack. That, I think that was my oh, mm -hmm. first introduction to him. Either Jack or Miss Del Mrs. Doubtfire, but Mrs. Doubtfire is not a kids movie. But yeah, with, with his kids <laughs> <laughs> movies about kids, Jack was, I was like, oh, wow, he's he's cool. I like him. I think mine was probably Hook. Oh, okay. That I think mm. was probably mine. And and then proceeding with like Aladdin and Fern Gully and Jack. And that was a fun one too because he, he kind of played a kid in sense, mm -hmm. like a, a big kid for Hook. Yeah, that was a good one. What was your first introduction to him, Ashley? I want to say it's probably Aladdin just because I remember growing up with so much Aladdin stuff and... I think that would have been not obviously not knowing, but that would have been the first movie I watched and connected with him. Nice. Now, I don't know about you guys, but for me personally, Tim Curry does make an excellent villain. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> it, yes, he does. And I didn't realize that he plays Nigel on the Wild Thornberries. I was yes. kind of like oh. thrown off like like i love love that show so i putting that together finally i was like oh my gosh this oh, makes wow. so much sense he was also in the movie three musketeers and okay he played the villain in that too oh nice and that was that was one of my all-time favorites just hands down and <laughs> so anytime anytime he's on screen or his voice it's just He's got that presence. <laughs> he does. Yeah. 
Was he was he in Annie? Or is I that a different person? Was. I think he was. Because I'm like I looking at his was. picture I'm again and of, I'm like Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of picturing him and Miss Hannigan's brother. Is that the same? I think Ooh. Or is that a different person? Because I'm picturing his like facial hair. That's what I'm picturing. Yeah. Sorry to go off topic. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no. Hey, we go off topic all the time, so that is not a problem. <laughs> he's just got so much that he's done. Uh, let's see, Annie, what was that? Was that was the nineties, wasn't it? Uh eighties. Like the original ones. There was a nineties version, but the Yeah, nineteen eighty two. Yes, he was. He was Rooster. Oh, okay. Rooster, yes, 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 yeah. yes. <laughs> Played a great nice. villain in that one. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes, he did. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are horror or anything, but he also played the Pennywise in it. In oh no, the... no, I don't do horror. <laughs> I don't do it. That's for sure. What <laughs> <laughs> cool fun fact? <laughs> yeah, I absolutely love him. Just his wide range of everything that he's done the reason it took me so long of going onto imdb trying to scroll down and he's just got i mean it's <laughs> so many things after things after things did you guys recognize the voice of uh pip was that the the fairy the that boy fairy krista oh okay no i didn't recognize oh. the voice yeah that, well oh christian slater christian slater yes, yes. Oh, okay yeah Christian Slater, he's done handful of things. Yeah, I'm like, uh, the name sounds familiar, but I don't. Oh, he looks familiar. I'm trying to think of the last thing I saw him in besides Burn Gully. He's another one that's got uh, so many. Yeah, things. he's been doing stuff since the 80s. Yeah. Uh, so he was in uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves from in 1991. Okay. He was one of those like side characters, he wasn't one of the main. He's been a lot of different things too. What's well, uh I just did a quick Google search. He the Heather's oh. Heather, Heather's. Yes, yes. Oh yeah, that's the movie I remember him from. Yes, yeah, I like that movie. That was a good one. Interview with the vampire. Oh yeah, they have it. Okay, so that's another thing. I don't know if this is the what Mandela factor. Um, I think it's called, <laughs> but I swear that. When Fern Gully came out, it was just Fern Gully. There was no The Last Rainforest, which is mm -hmm. technically its full title now. Mm -hmm. Which is just like Interview with a Vampire. It's Interview with a Vampire, Vampire Chronicles. Because he was the the journalist, I think, Christian Slater. Oh, okay. In that one. I, I don't remember. I've seen clips of the movie, but I mm -hmm. haven't watched it in full. Mm -mm. Yeah, so he's like... I can't remember which, if it's Tom Cruise or Brad Pitt, that's the one that's being interviewed, but he's the one oh, in, yeah. doing the interviewing. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, it, it didn't used to be called <laughs> Interview with the Vampire, the Vampire Chronicles. It was just Interview with the Vampire. Just so like, I wonder if there's any merch out there that just has it as Fern Gully then. I don't know. Oh. I'm, I've been trying to find that for the last like week. Because oh. I I am. I, I feel like I'm going crazy. And because hmm. I'm like, I promise it was just Fern Gully. There was no The Last Rainforest. Hmm. Like, Interesting. Your listeners should let um, let you know if, if they also 
thought it was just Ferngully or remember yes. it that way. You should do like yes. a poll. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Because oh, that has been driving me crazy on it, honestly. <laughs> yeah, so Cheech and Chong also had like a oh, yeah. little cameos in a sense, I like to call it. They were the <laughs> little like ones flying around on the creatures. Little beetles. Like, yeah, the, oh, on yes, the Beatles. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, our main girl, Samantha Mathis, voiced main character, Super Mario Brothers uh, from 1993. I don't know if either of you guys had watched that. Uh, cringe to a max. <laughs> but I know, I know of it. Don't worry, Ashley. I'm not going to make you watch that one. <laughs> but yeah, she was also the voice on that done a few other things too but sorry so she voiced krista yeah she voiced krista oh, okay yeah met her didn't have the best experience or anything but i'm not one to talk bad about people so going on to krista what were your thoughts on her character and how she was portrayed because i felt like they kind of made her almost kind of dumbed down like a typical female character how they do and I didn't feel Mm -hmm. like she really was super intelligent about the force that she was living in and then falling in love so quickly with the guy that she just met I just felt like with where they were trying to go with the whole theme of the movie she could have been portrayed as a little bit stronger I guess Mm -hmm. yeah that's a good point actually yeah yeah I don't know if I could add to that but (laughs) that is a good critique um i don't think the love story was necessary no not for a kids movie like i know yeah (laughs) like they could have just been friends or you know yeah Um, yeah i i feel like with krista's character it was very like you're saying actually very uh typical female not not being as smart as she could but also i feel like she was just really airheady mm-hmm. yeah it kind of reminded me i guess a little bit oh there's another character that they do the same mm-hmm. kind of thing i think for some reason like pocahontas is coming into mind oh no she's not airheaded the, yeah that's that's why i'm like why is pocahontas coming into mind on this she's pretty strong because she's like a freaking <laughs> badass but maybe it's it's another one of the movies that was around that same time and that's maybe Belle? why was bell her her for her quickness to fall in love with the beast i feel that kind of was around the same progression like super quick like what the heck oh no i don't even again don't know why uh pocahontas came into mind but uh anna from frozen i've never watched it fully i know i'm late i watched it once so i can't really (laughs) say i twice uh (laughs) But her character is, they, they open the the castle gates for the first time in years and everything. And this prince comes from another mm. another neighboring place and she falls in love. They fall in love instantly. And it was just very, that, that doesn't happen. I mean, I mean, we could be talking about Ariel too. So. Ariel, that's what I meant. <laughs> that's right. Right. Yes, Ariel. yes, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Belle. Ariel for sure. Yeah, definitely Ariel. Yeah, like the giving up the the voice for for a guy 
I mean, at this, it kind of almost, she seemed to kind of almost be giving up most of herself for a human, not even the same freaking species. <laughs> what did you think, though, about the uh, fairy's ability well i don't know for her anyways i don't know about the other fairies but she was able to like shrink had the shrinking ability yeah like to shrink other yeah people what did you think about that what well, saved the guy's life well, i forget yeah. his name now i know that's why i'm like that guy <laughs> is it pip no I so know pip was one of pip, them. <laughs> pip was the one that was like what the hell are you doing with a human oh yes 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 <laughs> pip is the voice of reasoning the guy who yeah, is, yeah. It Zach was... Zeke Zach Zach oh. Zach yeah okay. Zach it it saved Zach's life it did <laughs> that's the only good thing about that <laughs> a bit but wasn't magic. she going for like a different spell though or like a different whatever didn't right she was going for something different not actually shrinking him yes I... but I think she was yeah. still new in like learning how to use her magic and if I remember correctly the I don't know if it was the grandma or like the the wise yeah. one. Yeah. Basically tell her like you were you're not that you're not ready yet. Oh yeah, yeah. I think mm -hmm. yeah. I hope I'm remembering this correctly. Uh, yeah. It's kind of pulling <laughs> memories. It yeah. It's the name of the character there. Magi. Magi is what they Magi. call her. Yes. She was warning her about um I think it was something along the lines of like, you know, you're not ready yet keep practicing kind of thing mm -hmm. and then she kind of goes against that wisdom and oh of course it's gets her gets into things that she shouldn't be getting into and yeah that's how we end up in this scenario <laughs> yeah isn't that most scenarios and movies in real lives doing stuff that we're not supposed to and then oh well why did why did this end up happening well you did what we told you not to that's why <laughs> oh man parents, parents probably love that they're like oh yeah that's why we tell you not to do things mm -hmm. because this is what's gonna happen exactly what we say is gonna happen exactly okay so who do we like better tinkerbell or krista oh like tinkerbell in the original peter pan or like because there's so many different peter pans Ooh. now yeah oh, we'll gosh. do we'll do the original peter okay. pan because i'll be like the animated uh, okay. one because I know I, that I know her in the other any ones. others with exception of Hook but that was a live action so and I do like Julia Roberts oh so, yes <laughs> in, yes in Hook. she was good in Hook uh, maybe Tinkerbell I don't know if that if I'm biased um she just seems more head on her shoulders there's a mission gotta do it <laughs> kind of thing heck yeah i don't know <laughs> ashley what about you yeah i was gonna lean more towards tinkerbell just because i feel like she's a more familiar character to me i i don't know krista and i just didn't get a good vibe from her from this movie so i think we're gonna have to go unanimous on tinkerbell on that one mm -hmm. i uh yeah krista is just too airheady and too she she seemed very teenager in her actions and not, and not a mature teenager either yeah like. <laughs> that that just kind of I think it irked me when I originally saw this movie back in the 90s and it irked me again now rewatching oh. it mm -hmm. was like girl what the hell are you doing like 
What? Why? I don't know if you guys know this, but I just want to point out like a little fact because of we have the new Little Mermaid coming out and we just spoke on Little Mermaid, but the design of the Hexus character is also the same um, person that was behind Ursula. Oh. Yeah. Thought that was really cool. Like the illustrator? Uh, Or the idea of the character? That's a good question. I don't know if they were I'm the sorry, same. No, I don't know if it was like the no. same. <laughs> like oh, okay. The person that designed, I think, like the look of it is what okay. I don't know what oh, you call that. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Now that you say that, I could kind of see a little bit of similarities, mm-hmm. especially when like Ursula enlarges herself and everything. Yeah. Definitely can see some similarities there even though I'm sure they tried not to just because oh Dis- Disney and doesn't like every- anybody oh, else God. that could have been a whole thing Disney, yeah. bully. <laughs> Disney was bullying Robin. this movie yeah mm-hmm. the whole movie of- in general plus Robin yeah. yeah and so I mean that's just that's just something gosh the politics in the entertainment industry especially with a huge corporation like disney they try to just overtake everything even back Mm -hmm. then Mm -hmm. before they had added on all the different things like fox and whatever else they've Mm -hmm. added on the marvel Marvel, star wars all of those they still they wanted to monopolize the actors times and didn't want them to be a part of anything else successful disney is just losing points in my book every single day it seems like but they make their land so fun to go to uh, <laughs> i know <laughs> oh if only they didn't have Epcot. i know and the food and wine festival oh my gosh have you ever been to any of them yeah the one in orlando and the one in california oh you've uh, been to both I, i'm in anaheim so it's uh-huh. mm-hmm. yeah that's Which one do you sad. prefer? Oh, the one in Orlando. Oh, okay. Nice. I think because there's more options, it's it's larger. I went there as a kid, so my memories are pretty fond. Uh, and the I... one in Anaheim I went to this year, actually. Oh. February. Yeah, for the first time. Nice. Well, does anyone have a favorite character from this film? Fatty. We love to hate everyone. I know. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. <laughs> the wise one a tortured soul i also kind of liked the bat batty but uh, yeah batty batty but his some of his songs i think we mentioned were just like oh my god he's talking about Mm -mm. animal cruelty yeah yeah but he was a nice sidekick character i kind of want to say pip oh pip kind of like the part where he was very weary of of the human coming as that coming in like yeah even though he he kind of had that gross jealousy protective or what's the word i'm looking for overprotective but borderline obsessive yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, possessive <laughs> yeah i didn't yeah. i didn't like that part but there were scenes where he you know he was he had a good point of of um not trusting zach so yeah the good parts of his character, yes. <laughs> I forgot. Does Zach does he turn back into the human at the end? Yeah. 
yes. Okay. Okay. So that was just a quick romance and yeah. <laughs> pointless. What was the point of it? Why? What was the point? Ashley, who is your favorite character? I think I would have to go with Batty as well. I just think he brought the humor to it. And I'm kind of like, yeah, the song that he sang was way too graphic, but I'm just kind of curious if they didn't have his character, how it would have held up. You know, I feel like he almost sort of picked up some of those pieces where it was just kind of going in all different directions. Mm -hmm. So I felt like he helped kind of round things up. Especially considering the fact that he really was only supposed to be a small part in the movie. Like, Mm. Batty was only supposed to be, like, a single scene. But with Robin Williams and his incredible improvisation and everything, he gave them so much content that they went back and were like, we have to give Batty more screen time. Like, we we have to use some of this. Like, there's nothing... There's no way we could just throw this on the cutting room floor. We need more batty. Yeah, I'm really curious as to what their original script idea was then if he wasn't supposed to be involved in helping her and all that because wasn't he a big help like in the end of Yes, yeah. Kind of Yeah. saving them almost. So Yeah. It might have just been like their initial encounter and him say a few lines and then fly off or he so I don't know like I said that would be a very interesting interesting to get like with the writer or something and see hey what was your what was your original idea for Batty I think it was for him to come in and, and try to almost inform it, the fairies that how evil humans were and still are so mm-hmm. maybe yeah they were supposed to just kind of include a little bit but I think that wouldn't have been as impactful on the whole movie if he hadn't been able to like carry on through it and just come and say a few lines humans are evil and then leave I just if you know I mean it would have just been kind of like wait what well yeah what's happening (laughs) yeah anything else that you all had about the film I don't think so I think that's are we ever watching it again (laughs) probably not (laughs) yeah no honestly that's what 90 minutes that it was less than 90 minutes yeah yeah. I think I've watched it too I've watched it enough times for like four lifetimes and as a kid it was a little like a little bit more tolerable but this is definitely not one that I feel necessarily held up very well I mean heck humans still screwed ourselves (laughs) over with the forest and everything that obviously didn't get through our heads it just didn't hold up very well at all agreed yeah so we're going to kind of wrap up right now and everything. So first, we want to thank you so much for coming and joining us. Mm-hmm. We've oh, really yes. enjoyed getting to talk to you and have you on. We want to give you a chance to give yourself a good plug and everything. Definitely sure. keep connecting with everybody. And our podcast listeners definitely should be checking you out too. Awesome. Well, thank you, Ashley and April, for allowing me to come on um, and chat with you both. Um, very pleasant experience. Uh, so any uh, 90s noise listeners, if you would like to check out my podcast, it's called Everything 90s Podcast. It's available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, I also have a pod page website 
Um, so I have like extra stuff on there related to the podcast. Um, it's podpage.com slash everything dash 90s dash podcast. Maybe I could send you guys the link and you could just put it in your Absolutely. show notes so it's easier. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. We'll definitely have that in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us. We really no appreciate it. We'll be probably be reached out to you again soon to see if we we'll come back on and everything. We'd love to have you back. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. Absolutely. And likewise, both oh, of you are you. welcome thank to come you. on on mine as well. Absolutely. So love that. All right. Well, thank you, and be sure to check her out. Everything '90s podcast, and we will see you next time on '90s Noise. Mm-hmm.